We saw KY Fantasy Football Podcast. We back at you. I got Rick the Bull with me. Yep. I got Rob, aka Eric Richardson, JT back. And we got the homie, Bravo, Braviano Rivera to close it, man. How y'all doing this evening, man? Oh, been fantastic. So, Rob, how you doing, man? Dang, I'm good. I'm good. What logo you got on your head? Y'all, y'all heard the news, man. JT back, man. What logo you got on your head? You see, you here. here. That's another mm-hmm. argument, too, but, you know, we'll say that. Minor. <laughs> Rob, how you doing? I mean, shit, Rick, how you doing, man? I'm splendid, brother. My brother in Christ. All right, all right. I appreciate y'all hanging out with us tonight, man. As always, we going to jump straight into the weekly score, so I'm going to pass it right over to you, Rick, man. Tell us how last week went. Honestly, you can really skip up my matchup, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, in the worst game of the week, which I was involved in yet again, I beat Ron 57.8. To 50.6. Hey, guys, that guy starts scoring more points. I'm averaging 70 a week. Someone's got to get him. I don't know what's going on. Then we got Neil, who was uphill. Beat Kane in a, like, in the slightest of margins. He beat him 92.74 to 91.7. So he mm. beat him 1.4 points. That's tough. Uh, next, we got Coleman, who is re-cooking lamb chops. He knocked off go-getters, which is Meech. To stay undefeated, 86.4 to 79.9. Don stays defeated and loses to Jones, the new king, 127.5 to 76.8. Uh, Pete, respectfully, had a uh, great Monday night. He played the Seahawks defense against my terrible-ass Giants. <laughs> hey, and they, they put up a lot of points. They put up uh, 20, 32 points. And he came back to beat combo 98 point. 08 to 83.74. Mm. Then we got uh, Show Me the Money, which is Vince put up. I think he's the high score. Yeah, he barely. He was the high score of the week. He knocked off Guy Got Me, which is Brew, 140.3 to 108.6. Mm. Lastly, and I wasn't, I wasn't here last week, so I can go ahead and tell you who I think the best team is in the, in the fantasy league. Rob's team, the Tone Rangers, knocked off uh, Sitting Party, which is Bravo, 138.6 to 86.16. Rob, Rob's the highest scorer in the league, and the second-place person behind him is down 82 points. So he's got the second-place person by 82 points, points-wise. So he Rob improves to 3-1. and one. He could be 4-0, oh, and oh, but, you know, something happened in week one. And uh, that's just <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say. On to the next subject. Uh, Of course, we want to do our weekly waiver wire pickups, stashes, things like that. Uh, Rob, you just brought it up right before we went live, man. Uh, Say what's on your mind, man. Hey, uh, Jamison Williams. I know a lot of people got him stashed. Bro, he played in six games last year. They had two catches. No, yeah, he had two catches, and then he had a rush for 40 yards. Bro, ain't no way. I don't care if he was hurt. Two catches? Michael Ford Richie. Nakua has 39 catches in four weeks, bro. Ain't no way in here you play six games and have two catches. I don't care what type of pitch count you have. He had a 60 yard touchdown, though. Hey, I'm cool. I'm not going to my roster. Uh, hey, that's my stay away. He might, he might prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Nah, nah, I'm, I'm playing somebody in another league, bro, and they and they put like it's it's one of those ones where you have to like bid for a player to get them on waivers, and bro put like forty dollars in fab on them. You don't for Jameson Williams, for Jameson, and he put him in the starting lineup. I said, <laughs> sleep season. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. yeah, buddy, 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 about to go night night. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think he'll contribute some. I think he's actually going to help the others out because I mean they still really gotta see <laughs> where he's at. He didn't play majority of last year. Um, I feel like he's going to open it up for Laporta for sure, stretching the field, and also Amon Rise. Like, I mean, really, Amon Rise more like of a route technician. He ain't slow, but Jameson Williams got burners, so they're going to have to put somebody over the top on his side for sure. Um, so yeah, it's gonna open up things for Laporta. And I'm um, in practice today. He got something wrong with his abdomen. He, 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 he playing. Unless it's like uh, what, what they call it a heart sports hernia or something. Yeah. Uh, as far as other pickups, uh, Bravo, you actually beat me to the punch, man. Mention talk about that defense you picked up in our league this week. Man, it was uh what Detroit defense, right? Yeah. Yeah, Detroit defense. They got um. Carolina this weekend. Um, you know, I'm just a believer in any defense playing against a rookie quarterback, um, unless it's CJ Stroud, but we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. But yeah, um, if you can get a defense up against a rookie quarterback, and especially Detroit's defense, it's actually decent. They got some playmakers on that side of the ball. I think that's a great pickup if you can get them in your league. Cause it's not a it's not a defense that's well known for being super stout. So it's highly likely that they're on your waiver wire. So if you can. Get the Detroit defense this weekend. I tossed in another one too. Uh, the Commanders. The Commanders defense is a. It's been a hot, hot pick up this week. I I heard, what's crazy is how they was like before uh, the last game they played. I heard the thing like they was in like the bottom half of the league as far as like rushing yards against them. And with that defensive line and that linebacker core they got, that like actually blew my mind. I'm like, wait, when you got Payne Chase. Uh, I can't remember the linebacker's name off top. You got sweat on that D line. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, they got uh linebackers, uh Jamin Davis out of UK. Bro, they got four first rounders on the defensive yeah. line. Yeah, they got they should be stouted. They should be stout in the front seven, but for they, some reason they just ain't getting it done. Nah, they cause they can get after the passer, but they, they can't stop the run. Yeah, they can't stop the run, man. You can run <clears throat> the middle on that. So like any team that has a back gonna hit them to the A gaps, then you know. Run at twelve, man. They gonna they gonna kill him every time. You, you make a good point right there. They got some good pass rushes, but I don't know. That kind of shocked me when I heard that. Then like run stoppers, so it's gonna be hard on the linebackers. Yeah, yeah and to uh, the Detroit Lions' point. Aiden Hutchinson's gonna be a force to be reckoned with for the remainder. He already, he already is, bro. <laughs> he already is. He's a monster, man. And he's like, he's crazy because you know when he was coming out, uh, a lot of people were comparing him to Nick Bosa. But like, he, you can drop him off in coverage. Like, he can play out in space and he can rush the passer. But bro, bro, like him and Micah Parsons, I feel like are bringing in a new era. Of defenders because they're not just one trick ponies. Like you can literally play them anywhere in the linebacker spot. You can bring them off the edge. You can put them in the middle. Like you can put them out in space. Like it's a new breed of linebacker slash edge rushers coming out. And I feel like those two are like the top two to like see like what the future is going to look like. I mean, you can run at Parsons though. Arizona did it. Like that's my thing. He can get after the passes because he's fast, but. Bro, Arizona just ran directly at him. I mean, Every you can, but uh, but I'm saying is he's he's able to play in space though. 
Like you don't typically when you get like edge rushers, that's all they can do. They wrote they rush the edge, especially Parsons and uh Hutchinson, you can put them out in space too. Like they may not be as good as they are as pass rushers, but they can play good enough out in space to where it doesn't hurt your defense that much. Yeah. I mean, outside of the Lions, was there any other defenses we can pick up just to answer uh nephew Q's question there? I anybody have, playing uh, against I- the Giants? No shade, Rick, but anybody playing against the Giants, that offensive line is terrible, bro. Gonna take it. It'd be Miami. Miami's defense. Uh, that's who we got next. I would say the Colts defense. I like the Colts defense, too. Yeah, if you like me and if we so KY League, um, if you got the Cowboys defense like I do, I highly recommend starting another defense. I'm still searching, but at this point, I'm just going to have to bite the bullet in the 14-team league. <laughs> I'm going to just have to hope for a pick six, a fumble recovery, a special teams touchdown or something. But uh, yeah, Detroit was like the primary outlier there. I don't really see too many in the rankings that's like even at 10 teams, honestly, 12 teams. Uh, you got the Lions out there. Saints is pretty well owned. Uh, yeah, Detroit Lions is actually probably one of the only pickups. I mean, to be honest, Tennessee's defense may be a good pickup. Um, they just don't travel too Indy well. But, I mean, you can't really run on them. And JT's coming back, so they're going to try to mix them in. And I think they might. I don't think they're gonna. They're gonna let Anthony Richardson kind of run the ball. So oh, this is this is Richardson's first game back from injury, right? I played last week. Back last okay, game. Okay, so. But then also too, Houston's defense because D'Amico Ryan's can scheme up something, and they're on the road, but he can scheme up something to stop Atlanta from running. We've seen Desmond Ritter. He's still yep. terrible. So like, <laughs> his defense actually might be like a legit pick for you. The only reason why I wouldn't pick up the Titans is because they're not at the crib. When they at the crib, they they turn up. They ain't at the crib. Yeah, they ain't at. yeah Tennessee probably got one of the that's one of the toughest road venues in the NFL, bro. Yeah. Like they they hard to beat at home. I got one more. The Houston Texans defense because they go against Atlanta. I just that's what I'm my bad. I'm, I'm sorry, right? <laughs> Don't pull off the nines, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, Texas versus Atlanta for sure. Uh, as far as other pickups, uh, depending on your league, Stroud might be out there. I've seen where he's only owned in like 47% of Yahoo League. Uh, Sam Howell, he's only owned in about 18% of Yahoo League. So trying to pull his list back up in reference to shit. Uh, who else did I see on the list? I probably would also go, depending on your roster, uh, Michael Wilson's also a good flyer. I'd say a stash. I wouldn't play him. Uh, with the Cardinals because Dobbs been hooping. And I just I mean, in this league. Picked him up today in our league. I say Dobbs might be a good pickup, man. I don't know that he's necessarily a quarterback that people just, you know, got sitting on their rosters. I was able to get him in one of my other leagues. Um, he ain't playing bad ball, man. And, he, you know, he's a dual-threat quarterback, so it's not a bad pickup if you're in need of QB this week. Nice move, right? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Dobbs ain't throwing an interception this year. And, uh, he's hey, three while we was over here talking, but while y'all was over here talking, I'm looking at the numbers. I'm like, ah, oh, they've been hooping the last couple of weeks. I like to, to see who they had on the schedule. They schedule coming up kind of nice. I like, Shh. I did the same thing with Rob last week. He starts talking about Stroud. I picked him up in the middle. Play myself, bro. <laughs> hey, man, it's competitive, man. But we out here trying to drop knowledge on the people, man. I need uh, I got Joe Burrow in that league. Who was your backup, though? You had Kenny Pickett. Dude. That's tough. <laughs> 
Hey, I had the same setup at the beginning of this year, man. Kenny Pickett. Uh, all Kenny Pickett the whole, that's the auto draft league I had. They gave me the whole Bengals offense. Yeah, wow. I got Burrow, Chase, Mixon. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jaleel McLaughlin's another one with the Broncos. You kind of just got to wait and see what Javante is going to do. McLaughlin had a nice little game. I don't think he can really eat into Javante's workload if Javante's fully healthy. Like, it's a wrap. There's, there's really not that many possessions for the Broncos. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, the Broncos are just ass anyway. So, it, I mean, you're not Coleman? getting a lot. Hey, somebody go count Coleman's running backs for me. Uh, you said who picked up uh, McLaughlin? McLaughlin? Yeah. I yeah, think. Uh, was it Coleman? Yeah, go. Somebody go count his running backs for me. Make sure he ain't got seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, he, he only got six. But the thing is, uh, Javante Williams ain't supposed to miss any time at all. At all. Yeah. So that was a waste. I won't say Coleman was like second or third in priority. Yeah. That was a waste of priority, my boy. He did the same. I did the same thing. So I can't say nothing. I picked up Tony Jones two weeks ago and I was number three. And it dropped me all the way back. But uh, that's when Jamal Williams went down and Tony Jones was starting. But uh, yeah, now nah, I was gonna say uh, Jamal Williams is, and we can talk about uh, this part later. But it's the same thing with uh, that they got going on with Brees Hall. They just revving his uh, his reps up because he's coming off a torn ACL as well. So he ain't really got the full reps yet. Let's just hope that the Broncos can actually get him some meaningful reps. Shit, I need it. <laughs> Play the Jets defense, so probably not. Yeah, probably not. Not this week. Uh, another player out there, Keaton Mitchell with the Baltimore Ravens running back uh, room. They just often injured, and Mitchell just offers that speed that none of them other running backs got. So he's kind of a stash wait to see. Just go ahead and pick him up if you can. Uh, and see what he's about. Hang on, Don. Hang on. Because Daniel told me that he was going to be the next A chain. I wouldn't say all that, but he had a good college career for real. I don't remember the name. Respectfully, bro, I I uh I ain't pay attention to anything Daniel has said football <laughs> opinion wise in quite some time. So Hey man. Nah, I don't know. come on, bro. He had two hundred yards his second game. Bruh, that's unreal. I'm listen. I was able to scoop him in my other league, man. I have no idea how he was sitting on waivers, bro. Picked him up too in one of my leagues. Yep. Only issue I have with A Chain is his weight. Bruh is 5'9, 188 pounds. I mean, you know, but you gotta think at 5'9, 188, you know, he's 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 built pretty solidly. Like, yeah, all right. It's it's a bunch of receivers that's like that's one smaller than that. Yeah, so I mean it's, it's flowers, like in the I think he'd be all right. I mean basically, like, even basically if I had his speed, I could I could be the Dolphins running back right now. Bro, the Dolphins got a <laughs> Dolphins got a track team out there, bro. Absolutely unfair, totally unfair. A track team, bro. See what happens though. You punch them in the mouth. Yeah, <laughs> they ain't got no defense though. That's the thing though. They can they can they can score. They can't stop nobody though. Yeah, that's gonna that's what's that's what's gonna kill the Dolphins down the uh, down the stretch. They don't got no defense. They gonna start losing in this in the regular season. Yeah, I'm I'm almost positive of it. They, I mean, Dolphins. You talking about the Dolphins? Yeah, they just don't have no. They have nobody on defense for real. They got like nobody, three or four pieces for real. They got Jalen coming back. Yeah, that ain't gonna help. Jalen Ramsey ain't gonna help. They can't tackle nobody. Like it's gonna take Ramsey maybe a game or two to get reacclimated. Ramsey is one man. Ramsey can't do everything on defense. He might cover somebody, but that's gonna be it. He can't get up there and stop the run. He can't rush the passer. He can't do it all, bro. So while he may do his job, it's not he's 
I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. Their secondary going to be nice, though, when he come back with Xavier Howard and Javon Holland. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't believe in them. <laughs> Another they, player, they fun to watch. They fun to watch, but they don't feel like they're going to win nothing. Mm-hmm. They, just, they just get beat by 30. Yeah, listen, I'm going to go back to last year when I was when everybody was on the Vikings train, and I kept trying to tell y'all good teams don't lose by 30-plus points. I don't care. You might lose games, but you don't get beat by 30, bro, if you're a good football team. I don't, I don't, I don't believe it. NFL, I mean, the way the NFL is, it happens. Not 30 points, man. Not a team. Not if you if you think you're a legitimate contender, you're not losing by 30 points to nobody, bro. Bro, they lost to they lost to Buffalo, who's uh, still still favorite in Buffalo, bro. With and they lost their start their star starting tackle. Rick, they beat by 28 points by a divisional team. By what? A team in their division. That game should be even closer. Yes. No. All right. I just I think I think I don't I wouldn't compare them to the Vikings last year at all. No, I'm not. No, I think they probably, probably better than the Vikings was last year, but I'm just saying they still fools gold. They're not gonna I mean, win nothing. Think about this: like, if you if once it once it comes down to how many games they're gonna win, say they don't get that number one seed, say they get the number three seed, and they gotta travel, bro. They gotta go to where? I mean, Kansas City, Buffalo, Kansas, Buffalo somewhere cold, uh, Baltimore. So it's like any one of those places. Hell, Tennessee, if they get they act together, or Jackson. I mean, Jackson. You know, like it's only so many warm places and dumb places in the AFC, especially the good teams in the AFC that's gonna make the playoffs. So that's the only reason I said I think they're gonna have some trouble and they just can't stop nobody. Yeah. Um to the waiver wire thing, Tajay Spears is still out there in twenty four percent of Yahoo leagues. Uh again, it's just kind of a person to stash. Titans might get to a point where they kinda shelf Henry. I don't really expect them to. What's the Titans record right now? Twenty two. This is what they, that's what that's what Tennessee does, bro. They they kind of like hang around 500, and then they'll win some games down the stretch and get into a wild card spot. Yeah, but Derrick Henry's moving the quarterback, so I mean, mm-hmm. he's probably gonna start starting next week. Did he say Derrick <laughs> was moving the quarterback? <laughs> hey, bro, you wild. Uh... <laughs> hey, bro, hey, that's their best quarterback. Yeah, man. Uh, Michael Wilson's out there, man. He just kind of needs some more touches. But if you look at his week by week fantasy points, he's going up and he's going up fast. Uh, who's another one? Josh Reynolds is still out there in a lot of leagues, but he's kind of a one trick pony. He gets enough targets to where you do have the possibility of him having that huge breakaway game or that breakaway touchdown. Rick, I know it didn't work out for you. Yeah, no, nah, it ain't even just one. <laughs> Same thing happened last year, bro. I don't know if it's the, the curse of the great Rich Bino or what, bro. But every time I pick up Josh Reynolds, he ain't, he don't do nothing. He does stuff when he ain't on my team. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> to our next topic, this is probably about to be my favorite motherfucking topic. Uh, oh, drop out. I'll add him back when he gets back. Uh, Abiding by league rules, man. It's kind of crazy that this should even be a topic. And the person that pitched the topic was even more fucking wild. But man, leagues have rules and you have to abide by them. People try to find different ways to go through, maneuver through the cracks and all types of shit. But typically, if 13 people say this is the rule and then you try to argue, why why are we arguing? Make the fun, make the league fun. Most likely you're playing with friends, coworkers, stuff like that. 
don't nobody want to argue over silly little stuff like that, man. Just 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 follow the rules. Actually, to go in deeper to it, fuck it. Uh, we got a league rule that you can't roster more than six rounds. The GM in this league rostered seven. One of them was on IR. He was like, but he's on IR. He doesn't count. I'm like, bro, this ain't the NFL where if he's not on your active roster, he doesn't count. <laughs> the rule is if you own seven running backs, you get fined $5 that gets added to the pot. And also that move gets taken away from, which that's a wasted move, right? I think that's the way that works. Yeah. He can't, take back, he can't take back moves. <laughs> so literally a waste of moves. And we have a 25 move, 25 move limit. So once your 25 moves is over with, it's a wrap for you. So use them sparingly, use them wisely, use your waiver priority the right way. Um, in our league, you probably want to be on top of the waivers at the end of the year. But again, man, just just abide by the rules. We don't do it to be mean, uh, nothing like that. Rules are in place typically for a reason. We didn't come up with it for no reason. It's 14 teams, and if one team got seven, eight running backs, it's like, what are you doing? But who next wants to talk about abiding by the rules on here, man? Rob, it looks like you ready. <laughs> if I'm going to be honest, do I want them to pay? And, and yeah, like, just because, yeah, like, but if it was me, I would I would probably argue that same thing because I do get what he's saying. So, but he, it do he do got seven running backs on this? You know, like when you look it up on that page, it is seven running backs. But he got an argument technically. But at the same time, I don't know what is the hard rule. I don't know. So it's just owning seven of them. Period. We don't we don't all we have is an active roster. The IR spot is for someone that's hurt. Everyone on your team counts. It's just an extra roster spot. That's literally all our IR spot is. Yeah, but you can't just put anybody in that IR spot. Because if you could, it'd be a little different. You can't. So they got to actually be on like pub or IR. So. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. You can't just thought, add any of that spot. No, nah, if somebody's out for the game, you can add them to the IR spot too. I don't, I don't know about that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I didn't think we week two. But, okay. But, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I'd say pay because it's seven. He got what we were trying to say, but he found a way around it. He finds a way around every goddamn thing. <laughs> Bravo, man. What you got to say about a Biden bar rule? Our, our gate. That's what we're going to call it. Hey, listen. All I know is I remember before the league started up, we all took a vote on things that could possibly be changing in the league. I know something that's been a hot topic in our league for the last three, four seasons was putting the cap on running backs because we got people who like to have seven, eight running backs on their roster at one time. So we voted on you cannot have six running backs. Now, could there have been some language put in there to say uh, your IR spot doesn't count or your IR spot does count? Yeah. You know what? Something we may have missed. But at the end of the day, the rule is you cannot have more than six running backs on your roster. So until that other language is added to it, you still breaking the rules. And plus, it's just five dollars, bro. Like, just get a five and keep it pushing. Yeah, man. When, when I'm low, when I'm when I'm low, man, and I gotta pitch five, I, I can't blame it on injuries or people underperforming. Like, I feel what I feel what he's saying, like, cause you know what really made clear that you couldn't have somebody in IR and pick up an extra running back. But at the end of the day, it's just five dollars. Get five and keep it pushing, bro. If you if you have anyone in your league who likes to kind of sliver around, you know, skate on thin ice, ride ride the edge, man. 
put that put that extra language in your rule book, man. <laughs> Rick, you, you got anything to pitch in on abiding by the rules, man? They ain't just gotta be. A- uh, I mean, I've been I've been cool with the GM who, who did it for 17 years, so this is a this is the energy that's gonna be put out anytime something like that happens with anything. So when that happened, bro, I just, I go into ignore mode. So no, I don't don't even have the energy for that. So no, I I don't have it. As far as like other leagues and stuff, we vote on stuff every year. The rules is the rules. That's it, bro. That's all I got. As far as that situation, I'm vibing different. This, bro, ain't even worth it. But nah, fuck that. The rules is the rules, man. Follow the goddamn rules, man. It ain't that damn hard, for real, for real. Seven running backs you can't own, and y'all even bumped it up to six running backs. I wanted the cap at five. I, I wanted that at five. I wanted five as well. Yeah, I, I said five. Like, I was like, I understand. You have your house. You have the like, I think five is. The only thing I have to say about having all those running backs is why do you have them all? You're not even going to play them. You can't. You can only play three. Three at the most. I like, bro. No, no lie, bro. And I, I swear to God, after this podcast, bro, I would never say nothing else good about Rich. Rich has four <laughs> running backs, bro. He has four running backs, and he's, bro. That's all he needed. He got a chain. He dropped Deuce Vaughn. He got a chain, JT, and McCaffrey, and he has Zach Moss. So he has JT's replacement. Bro, I didn't need seven running backs, and he's clear cut better than every, this team. Clear cut better than everybody's team in the league. So I just don't understand why you need six running backs. <laughs> bro, curb stuff. Hey, man. They bro, need bro, options, bro. They need options, man. It's like, right. it's like trying to try pick out an outfit, bro. You need options. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't never scored one turning and got blue but, but no, But no bullshit. No bullshit, bro. Half the time, like with Neil's team, half the time, he has six running backs. Two of them would never see his lineup. <laughs> Is it trade bait? That's true. Like, but you're not making no trades. Nobody, that, yeah, it's not trade, but if you're not making trades, though, you're just sitting them on your roster for nothing. Because you're going to have a guy for you. You're going to have some guys that you're not going to pull out of your starting roster unless they on a bye week. And that's I, probably going to be one or two of those running backs. So the rest of those dudes, you're going to be swapping out in the flex, maybe. So it is kind of pointless to have all those running backs, bro. With Rib, with Rib asking about trade bait, I agree with what he's saying on that for the GMs who trade. These people are not making no trades, brother. Like he traded, he traded one time last year, and I believe he traded Don, and it, he traded a running and his quarterback. So it ain't even, he wasn't even really going into his running back pot to make his team better, and he's not doing it again this year. Because I texted him, Dolan was like, "Yo, what you want for running your running back? Running back?" Last week he said, "All right, let me think on." We here Wednesday. I ain't heard a peep. So he's not he traded. He traded me a running back, but he also got one back because I gave him back like Foreman or something at the year. If it was Kamo, uh, myself, uh, Don, people who normally trade, because you don't really trade like that either. But if it was people like that, yeah, I could kind of see it. But most of the time, like Coleman, he he hoards running backs. Pete, they don't really be trading like that. So like, I, don't, I don't know if it's like, oh, it's a tactic to hurt other teams. No, brother, it's not hurting. Like if you got you got running backs on your team that's scoring five or six points a week, bro, that ain't helping nobody else's team. It might be uh, somebody that somebody maybe have to pick up because they have a running back that's hurt or they have a couple of uh, players that's on bye week. But they ain't somebody that they put in a lineup regularly. I don't know why, like, the uh, the next uh, H.A., you said, I don't even know bro's name. I'm just going to go – I'm just going to start calling the next H.A. That's what bro said. Uh, <laughs> you know, not, not him, but he's getting picked up. Like, I, I just don't know, especially with Gus Edwards and Justice Hill, Justice Hill and all of them, I just – it doesn't make sense to me. But they my teams. <laughs>
what? Like, if you're asking for, if I'm like asking to trade somebody, like, are y'all trying to like just get the best player or are y'all trying to improve y'all starting lineup? So that's a good question because I was actually uh, actually in conversation with, with Don and Bravo earlier. Uh, we, I was talking, I had asked him about a trade offer and uh, he was like, well, this part, this player is not on the, on the trade box. So in Bravo's case, his best players, he's not trying to trade. And it makes complete sense, especially if they score points for him. In my instance, when I'm trying to trade, I understand that I have to get better players because the players that, I'm not, that I have are not producing the way I need them to produce. So what I'll do is I'll add one of my good players in with one of those players that was supposed to produce but ain't started doing it yet to try to get a better player to improve my lineup. That makes sense. Yeah. Me, when I trade, I'm most likely just trying to solidify my starting lineup. That's it. Because honestly, yeah. I could care less about my bench. I'll have people yeah. like stashes and like, I'll wait and see about you. But yeah, I'm just trying to solidify my starting lineup. What about you? What you what, what's your, uh, your trade thoughts? Um, For me, if... I just see what people need and then I try to give it, I try to give that to them, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I'm giving you points and you're giving me a guy that ain't seen the field yet, I mean, granted Christian Watson scored like nine points, but I was giving him like Michael Pittman and Zach Moss. I think. And he yeah. was like, no, Zach Moss is still going to get like touches when JD sure. is coming back. So I'm like, I'm giving you something that you don't have and you really need a receiver. And well, I think I think I think with that person, that person is a name tier because I also offered him a trade, uh, and I was sending like Madison, Sutton, and McKinnon for Christian Watson and one of his lower running backs, and he was just like, it don't, it doesn't make sense. I think people see Cortland Sutton and it's like he ain't he ain't that, but bros averaging nine fantasy points a week, so. And Alexander Madison is averaging nine fantasy points a week. For me, like for me right now, like I don't really care to get another running back or another receiver because I'm 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 kind of set at that position, yes. those positions. So I've been looking for a tight end or another quarterback. Like I don't really like because I'm not if I'm if I already got the if I draft good, then that means I got these starters that I want to keep in. I don't like my bitch is like good players that might come in sometimes. Like they might have a better matchup or something, but. More than likely in a 14-team league, like, my bench ain't going to be deep for real. So my only option is to have a good starting lineup. So I'm trying to solidify my starting lineup, not just have a bunch of good bench players that's never going to see the light of day. And that goes back to my running back argument, bro. It just, and plus, <laughs> you also you also want to supplant your bye weeks, too. That's another thing, because you might have drafted uh, two running backs, two good running backs, but they might have the same bye week. So you're like, all right, maybe I need to pick up a running back for that week and maybe trade. My surplus of receivers, I might want to trade one of them to get a running back. Now, now look, and this is my strategy now. I don't care about the bye weeks. I'm looking for league winners when I draft because at that point, if I lose a game, I'm like, oh, well, I lost that game because I had those two guys on bye. But that's why I'll make sure at least at that point when I'm drafting, I'll try to find somebody. Like, my benches is when I'll try to fill in for those, not my starting guys. Like, I don't care. My whole lot of could be out week seven. I guess I'm out week seven. That makes sense. You know, so because the rest of the time I'm gonna score the most points and I'm gonna beat everybody else. So what's one loss? Right. I actually never thought about it like that. Yeah. Rob, you brought up a point. Uh you said when you offer trades that you try to make try to offer the GM something that they need on their team, right? All right, great. I'm gonna talk about a trade you offer me. Uh, <laughs> so you offer me Jamar Chase and Damian Harris for Jordan Addison and Travis Etienne Jr. You felt I needed another receiver in that league and that I didn't need my highest drafted running back no more? <laughs> I mean, 
I would be. I thought you. I don't know how you look at ETN. Do you look at him like a running back one? I don't. Nah, he ain't this shit. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. He's I'm supposed to be, but he ain't this shit. Yeah, I'm thinking you see what he's at. Like he is what he is. Ain't that what Bill what Bill Parcells is? So I can't worry about what what he was last year when you drafted him. What he's doing this year is what I'm looking. For. That's what. So what do you see him as if he was trying to trade for him? Flex guy. <laughs> <I> just. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All right. Hey, yeah, I mean, hey, I'm be real. I'll try to get up off Jamar Chase, bro. Like, and this is before he made the comments, bro. Hey, Rock. I don't know what's going on. Rock, you had me. I, I'm gonna be all the way 100. I just seen Jamar Chase. I ain't care about Damian Harris. I went to go consult with my consultants, man. I was like, nah. <laughs> I was like, I could have Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase on the same team. It's like, he almost, almost had me. But, bro, I want to talk about a trade that was supposed to happen this league. Bittersweet moment. <laughs> so, as uh, everyone in this league know, I had a pending trade to happen. Uh, somebody snagged me, went behind my back, reached out to a particular, and uh, actually advised him that this wasn't a good trade. So, the trade got canceled. Oh. Uh, the trade, the trade was accepted early afternoon. I didn't know that. The trade was canceled at about 1 a.m., 12, 12, 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time the following day. I didn't know nothing about that. I didn't know that part. Yeah, I knew it got canceled. I didn't know somebody went and hated on you, though, bro. I knew about the trade. I knew about it getting canceled. I didn't know somebody hated like that. Huh? What was the trade? Uh, I think you tell them, Don. Don't trade shit. It was going to be... I was trading Cup. uh, Hold on. Let me find out. It was Cup and Roshan. I had Cup and Roshan for uh, Jamison Williams and DeAndre Swift. And it's this trade was, offered, trade, and the trade was offered. Not a bad trade, bro. It, bro. It's an even trade. I do. I got this little trade calculator shit I be going on internet for because I'm in the Dynasty League. And I put those names in. And they said it was an even trade. And the trade was offered to me and later canceled the same day. That's what's even more crazy. They, they offered you the trade <laughs> and then canceled it. I, was, I ain't going to lie. I mean, it might. Who hated on bro? Yeah, I didn't know about that part. Hey, man, it's... You could just say... I mean, don't nobody else... We know the team names. What team are they on? Huh? No, nobody else really know the team. We know who it is, but what's their team name? What's their what's they team? Yeah, the person who hated on you. What's his team name? Uh, we, ain't, we ain't even gonna go into it. I already know who it was without you telling me. Um, but I, just, I will say, I will say this. I will say this. As somebody who's done that before, I, I don't see nothing wrong because you can change your mind. If you make a trade, if I sent, I sent the trade off offer, that person accepted it. I go on to see that the, the main piece that I'm trading for is actually going to be out longer than what they said prior to me sending the trade. So I reached out to the GM or to the to Pete and was like, is there anything we can do about this? I didn't know that he was going to say, yeah, I can rescind it. So I have done it before and it, was, it did cause a big uproar in the league. So everybody has a right to be mad. But as somebody who's done it, I can't say that I fought the person you was trading for. As far no. as but your situation was different though, bro. Like yours was starting an injury though. Like that ain't the case here. You know what I'm saying? Like he got sent a trade. The person who sent the trade decided I don't want to do it no more. Not because he thought somebody's gonna be hurt or not coming back when they were expected to come back. Because somebody else went behind Don's back and was like, "Hey, don't do that." Not for sure. But it, that's a different situation. 
just because I did it, regardless of the circumstances, I can't throw stones while living in glass house. So I. But I, I don't. Yeah, I feel you, but I don't think anybody can really fault you if you decided against the trade based on like a player's health. Oh, I got yeah. faulted. I got faulted by everybody. <laughs> I hated it. Somebody won't make money back. Like, yeah. Like, I ain't. I don't know. I mean, I ain't tripping. I remember there was a trade in this league and a player got hurt in the midst of the trade process. And boy, did we argue about that for mm-hmm. I can't <laughs> I'm like, hey, bro, bro's not going to pass his physical when he goes to the other team. Like, this trade can't go through. <laughs> like, yeah, bro was pissed. Understandably so, but like, at the same time, that kind of felt like a ripoff to the next GM. It was like, the trade hasn't, it was like, and a player got hurt in the middle of it processing. No, I'm not going to bite the bullet. Neither would anyone else. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, that. cancel that immediately. Here, what you what you think about it, Rob? I seen you, you know, looking what you what you think? Uh, about it? I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like, if I hit accept on the trade, then it is what it is for real. That's. I mean, I wouldn't ask for it back, but I ain't gonna fault nobody that, that would. If you can get it back, then if, hey, but I I would fuck it. I trade it. How do you feel about? Somebody, another GM, and consulting with that person, telling them it's a bad trade. Oh, I would have said, I would have, I would have told you it was a bad trade. Now I'm not gonna tell you to all like rescind it. I'm not gonna tell you to do that. But I was just like, hey, that was a dumb trade. Yeah, I'm saying like it sounded like this person was like, did the person was they telling them to rescind the trade down, or was they just saying? It was a bad trade. It wasn't. It was basically said it wasn't a good look. You, you, you should keep Swift. Like, I ain't never helped another team that much. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm gonna say, like, hey, bro, you got somebody who's hurting your starting lineup and me and you about to play. <laughs> like, fix that. <laughs> I don't want to play. I mean, it is. Yeah, like, I don't know. It don't really make sense considering that it is, you know, a competition in here. So it's like, you don't want, you know, you don't, you want to look out, but you don't want to look out too much, bro. Because we all like against each other. Now, I don't care. Like, if I see <laughs> you making a trade that's blatantly making your team worse, hey, bro, that's on you. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of weak. Because if, if the trade was already accepted and it was, you know, it, it was, was just. Pending, bro. I put the alert in everything. Yeah, it was pending. Yeah, it's pending. That's, that's real trade. Yeah. People was voting and everything. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Like, that's real. I Like, now I see it. Like, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's trash, bro. But. Hey. Hey. Hey, it is what it is. Yes, sir. On to the next topic. Uh Kamo almost got a win this week. There's two on four teams. Kamo came real close. And I want to say it was what? Seattle's defense that screwed him over. This mm, one 32. A defense scoring 32 on you to make you lose. That was Monday night, right? Monday night. Yep. Everybody got a Monday Every night. Time, right? Fantasy night Every Monday time. night is the bro. It's the absolute worst. If you got a game coming down to Monday night, where it's got to be the most nerve-wracking shit ever, bro. I hate when my games are decided on Monday nights, dog. Bro, I've been in situations. Y'all know I'm a big wrestling guy, bro. So when, when they come on, when when uh when it comes down to Monday night, bro, wrestling gets DVR to Tuesday. Bro. I can't watch the whole game. Hey man, we got two or four teams. Me being one of them, we. We we in the basement, boy. And uh, Rob, you, you you think both me and Kamo should be booted out the league? You, you think we equal? Nah, uh, yeah. If y'all go undefeated, <laughs> yeah. defeated. I mean, defeated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but we gotta figure out a way to win one. Okay, That's it. Just one. Yeah, you out of here, fam. Bro, like, I, I scored score 120 and got beat by 30, bro. Like, okay. You got to take a break, bro. Like, come on. <laughs> At that point, you can't like Dan Snyder, bro. We can't remove you. <laughs> <laughs> so no, you I said, I'm, 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 
So what you're saying is me and Kamo are equals as GMs. Oh, I told you what Charlie Plus must have been. That F and then you just threw that slash. <laughs> Ain't no way. 0 and 4? That's crazy. We ain't had people do that for me. Huh? We ain't had nobody go 0 and 4. Nah, we, we haven't, bro. Like, we've had people, like, start off with bad starts. I don't think we had nobody go, like, 0 and 4 or 0 and 5. And two GMs in the same league at that ain't that better. One of y'all, I mean, it's gonna, one of y'all is going to have to get a win because y'all got to play each other at some point. Yeah. So whoever wins y'all, basically when y'all play each other, if y'all ain't one by then, y'all gonna be playing to stay in the league. Listen, I, like, <laughs> I, I will Listen, say this. Go ahead, Rick. I like Don getting off the schneid this week. That's all I'm saying. Hey man, I I can't help when I score one nineteen and get blown out by thirty. Fam. That's, yeah, that's, that's too simple. Hey, ain't nothing you can do about that, bro. I need I need I need somebody I play against to give me something to score to get this week. Like you win a game scoring fifty something points, bro. Why can't I get that? Right. Like that's what I need. Hey, whoever can, whoever can, go to the league. Look how many points has been scored against me, and then look at the next person and tell me the point difference. <laughs> but uh, man, next topic we got JT and Cooper Cup coming back, man. Rob, I know you ecstatic, man. I'm I'm hoping for the best with Cup. <laughs> that's that's my Lord and Savior right now. I, I hope. Done. So you have 499.5 points scored again. Man, what's the next closest person? Yeah, that's a nice drop, ain't it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, 412. Wow. And then 411, and then everybody else is like 380. Well, Devin's like 392. Damn. Yeah, Jones is 292. Yeah, yeah, Don. Damn. Damn, that's tough. Don's getting everybody's best every week. <laughs> <laughs> I would say this if I got beat by you I wouldn't feel as bad but getting beat by Kamo like for real I don't gotta play it like this for real <laughs> I promise every GM in this league if they lost to me versus Kamo it would be a totally different outlook <laughs> losing to Kamo this year especially it's like am I, am I really like that like is this like <laughs> let me tell you let me tell you this I'm probably gonna be the one to lose you gotta don't say that bro Bro, I don't, bro. I, I, my team is not like I'm not scoring any points this year. I don't know what's going on. Like you look at my lineup on paper, I should easily be 100 a game. Bro, Eckler be back, huh? Eckler gonna be back. I know. I, I haven't had Eckler for a month, but still, bro. Eckler can't go. Hey, Eckler might put me up tonight. Uh, it makes sense. I average 70. Eckler would give me 20 a game. Yeah. Easily, actually, easily. I've had a zero down there every week since he's been out of the lineup. Man, it's hard to replace certain people in your lineup, man. When you got yeah, like, one running back go down in our league, a fourteen. Oh, I know. League. Trust me, I know. Brian, let me ask you a question, <laughs> bro. And be and be and keep keep it a hundred. Let me ask you a question. So when we was at the uh, when we was drafting, Meech said that he was going to pick McCaffrey and Otto picked Jefferson. Let's say he was to pick McCaffrey. Who would you pick second? Ooh. Probably Jefferson. Probably Jefferson, but for real, I might have went back and reached for like Tyreek Hill. I, I, I just don't like Eckler, so I wouldn't have picked Eckler. Or I would have probably, for real, Bijan, maybe. I said, because I, I kind of know that we played, we've been playing fantasy for like two, since like 2008. And I know that you don't like drafting receivers that high either. So I was thinking that you wouldn't have picked Jefferson second. I, I would have because he. I just know he's just going to get so many targets. So he's just going to be, you know what I'm saying? He's a 
he's gonna be the best, like one of the best three receivers at least. So scoring points too. So I would have, I would have probably picked Jefferson. Chase was just so high, bro. Like I didn't understand why he was, why his ADP was that high. So I probably wouldn't have picked Chase with my top five picks. I would have picked Tyreek Hill before. So, and I wouldn't have picked up Eckler. I just, I just don't like Eckler. So, but. if you would, so if he would have picked McCaffrey, it wasn't a hundred percent that you was gonna pick Jefferson, right? He would have. Nah. That's bro. That would have changed the whole landscape of the draft. Yeah, I might would still drop him. Picked up Bijan because I, I would have picked Jefferson. Him. I would have picked Jefferson third. Rob, I think you would have took Chubb. Nah. No, nah, I wouldn't, cause like Bijan was a was ahead of him. I would have, I wouldn't. Have. I like, I wanted to, but I would have got him at like thirteen or fourteen, or like nine or ten. To draft him at two. I, I like Hill too a, a lot, so I would have dropped back. In. Yeah, I got All right, JT back, Cubs back. Uh, who can we expect more from immediately? Bravo, I'm gonna keep you. Uh, Cooper Cup. Just because running backs a little bit more demanding physically, um, you'll get hit a lot more. I think they, they might have JT. Uh, maybe on a snap count. And, I mean, they could potentially do the same for Cooper Cup, but we also know, like, when Cooper Cup's on the field, staff don't look no other direction. So, I'm going to go Cooper Cup. Hey, man, Cooper Cup's like 7-Eleven. That boy stay open. I don't know. it. Boy, he really do stay open. <laughs> Rob, uh, who you think's going to have a more immediate or even long-term effect on fantasy managers, Cooper Cup or Taylor? Jonathan Taylor for anyone following along. Yeah. JT, I think if JT is, is healthy, I think it's JT. And the only reason I say that is um, he's going to get probably 80% of his snaps. And I don't think they phase and poop out. I don't think they can. So, and then also, too, that ham, that hamstring injury, you all know, you know what I'm saying? You all know how good he's going to be, how, you know, how many how many snaps he's, you know, one tweet, he's gone for another two, three weeks. Yeah, from what I know, like, physically-wise, like, Usually, if your hamstring keeps messing up, it's trying to protect you from, like, something else. Like, your hamstring will give out when there's other problems. That's your check engine light for your legs, for sure. (laughs) Uh, But I don't know. I kind of feel like, especially if Richardson stays healthy, he's going to take a lot from JT, especially when it comes to that goal line. Because when you think about it, the edge is going to crush down on JT. Like, that's who I'm going after. Especially in the RPO game, we're going after JT. We'll leave Richardson wide open and hope for the best. Uh, and yeah, the Rams, they don't really like to run the ball a lot. Um, Tyron Williams has been doing all right, but I won't say this last game, he only had like 10 rushes or something like that. And he was doing decent. Um, so you never know what you're going to get out of Sean McVay when it comes to the running game. And that's almost like the same thing with Andy Reid when it comes to running. You just really don't know. Um, Rick, what do you think between the two? I think it's JT easily. Because, uh, yeah, Cooper Cup was Matt Stafford's uh, favorite target, but that's when they had Ben Jefferson as the number two receiver. Mm-hmm. So you got Tutu Atwell, who he's grown a uh, relationship with, and you got Puka, who's a uh, Puka Nakua, who's uh, he grown a, he's grown a relationship with. So I just think that he'll start. I don't think just because Cooper Cup's coming back, he's going to stop throwing the ball to those guys. That's, that's, that's what's made them successful, though, so far this season. The Rams was projected to be one of the worst teams in football, and I think they're 2-2 two and two at this point. Yeah. And that's because that's because they, he's been getting a lot of help from Puka and uh, Tutu. So I think Cooper Cup's going to come in and be a number one receiver like he always has. I just don't think the volume's going to be the same because you got those other two guys. But Jonathan Taylor, they want Jonathan Taylor in to help Anthony Richardson's progression. That's what that's always been. That's what's always been their goal the whole time. Even though they ain't paying him, they want him there. Jonathan Taylor, as we know, when he's healthy, is, he, I don't know, a couple of years he was a top three running back. 
maybe number one. So if he comes back and also he has Zach Moss to help spell him, uh, spell him whenever he's tired or whatever now. So he's going to be, he, he should be healthier. He shouldn't have to do 25 to 30 carries a game because you got Anthony Richardson also running the ball. I just think JT's going to come back and tear it up as long as he's healthy. Hey, bro. I think JT is about to do one of the most pettiest things. And Rob, I don't even want to put this on your fantasy team, your team at all. I think JT would come back for a game and say something about his lower back, which is something you can't expect because he's fed up with the Colts. And I really don't even want to think he wants to risk the injury. I don't. The locker room knows he don't want to be there. He's I think it's very clear. I think if he did that though, it would bring too much attention, bro. I think. Yeah, I think if he did. I think if he did some shit like that, like I. I don't know. I think they would probably get him up out of there for sure. But yeah. I don't think he would do that. Because I think that's now, now, now you kind of disrupt this stuff. Now, like, you would come in and do that. Like, why would you even make Well, now your career yeah, would, Wouldn't be no point yeah. in coming back. Just, yeah, just you know, saying, just, yeah. just stay out. Just sit out the year. If you don't do that. Because now, moving forward, people's going to question, are you really injured or are you just bullshit? Bro, we could say the same thing about him being put on the IR this early in the season. Was he really hurt? Yeah, but the coach was willing to work with him to this point. Was they, never, they, they never said they didn't want to pay him. They said they wanted to get him on the field and they would see. And he then all, he said he was going to play his contract out. Bro. And then he got a new agent and then abruptly changed his mind right after that phone call. They, yeah, Keep it above, they, uh, it could have been a situation where they was trying to find a trade. That's why they put him on IR and they didn't find a trade. I mean, they said some shit like that with Buda Baker, like in the Eagles. Like that, that could be a situation where he get traded when he come off IR to the Eagles. Maybe the Eagles didn't want him to play or something like that. That was what I was reading about on Twitter. So that would be, yeah, especially coming from our former defensive coordinator. But yeah, that yeah, if that happens, they yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 with everybody, bro. Cahoots. <laughs> y'all see y'all people out to then like oh yeah y'all mess up the relationship and then all of a sudden now JT's linked see how that wrote <laughs> I think when we got Swift JT was completely out of the picture I JT got a crib in Florida which he'd like to live in full time I don't see him want even though he's from Jersey or somewhere in that area I don't even see him wanting to play with us bro you think the Dolphins want to give up some picks and something and Jalen Walker not a chance and the the Dolphins are good, bro. The Dolphins got two good, two great running backs, bro. They don't need Jonathan Taylor. I mean, and now even the Green Bay Packers deal is crushed in case you're going to give them Christian Watson. Because, like, who would they want back now? Aaron Jones is hurt. And we've seen your boy Dylan. He's at 2.3 yards to carry. Like, why would we want him? <laughs> Rob, I honestly don't even know what we would trade y'all fairly for JT. Like, not give up some of them deep. Hey, man, y'all got some studs on the D-line y'all could give up. Hey, bro, let, let's not act like y'all play fair with the coach, bro. Let's not act yeah. like y'all. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like our development team. But, uh, hey, it's, it's, okay, bro, but speaking of trades, bro, y'all see uh, how the Patriots got J.C. Jackson back, bro? No, that's crazy, that's ain't it? <laughs> Gonzalez wants to be here, man. He was who? Bro, I, you know what? I hate that for Gonzalez, bro, because he was balling, fam. Like, he was probably going to be defensive rookie of the year. Nah, for like sure. the games I saw him play, bro, he was playing great at corner. But nah, Jason That's Jackson signed a contract with the Chargers, bro, from New England last year. But here's what's crazy: the Chargers, the Chargers got to like what I was reading. The Chargers gonna be paying out the bulk of that contract, so New England just got to steal. <laughs> Yeah, but they got to get him off the books, though. He was, he was stinky to join up. Yeah, but that's what they all do, bro. The same thing happened with Jamie Collins. Who was that dude that went to the uh, Van Noy? Went to the Dolphins, stuck it up. 
As soon as they went back to the Patriots, bro, they went right back into form. JC Jackson will do the same thing. I don't know how New England got the Chargers to pick up the tab on it. The Chargers don't like paying anybody. Bro, that's crazy. Them <laughs> to keep the bread. <laughs> Yeah, they went out, but they but they trying to win because they went out and got Khalil Mack too. Yeah, yeah they trying to get. Yeah, they try. They trying to build on James. They still got Bosa. Like they got names. It's just your head, your boy. He's terrible. What's his name? Brandon Staley. He's yeah. He's they need to get the coach, bro. He's an idiot. Belichick, go ahead, step down from the Patriots after the end of this year and and go, go coach the Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> I heard something about Dayball may just you know just wash his hands. And go to the Chargers. Nah, bro, he got too many pairs of Tims. He, he ain't going that way. I'm just telling you. He owns too many pairs of Tims. He ain't moving that way. Bro, did you hear, bro, did you hear that or are you just making that shit up? Bro, that's what I heard, man. Hey, bro, drop a link in the chat for me on that one. Yeah, I, <laughs> I heard it, though. I heard it. Did you hear about it from another person or like, you know, like a source off, off like Twitter, ESPN? Were you just talking I mean, to somebody in mean, the your source, like your real source. So, okay, that's what he said. You can see. They bought my after this year, might have a chance to draft his own right now. So, I rip. Let me tell you this I wouldn't blame him. Hey, why did y'all GM think Paris Campbell was gonna be a great addition? And then, like. No, Why did y'all think he was going to be a good addition? We hold, on, hold on, Rip. Do you know what Paris Campbell's contract is? Peanuts. We signed him for one year, three million. Yeah, no, no, I get it. I get it. Number one receiver or the number two. It's, 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 it's not the money. It's y'all didn't bring in nobody else besides Darren Waller. I'm just like, he didn't address it at all. Okay, so let me tell you what I think the thought process was. And I'm not 100% sure that this was the thought process. So, Brian Dable in uh, in Buffalo had St- Stephon Diggs as the number one receiver. That was their star. That was their go-to player. And then they lined them up with all these other speedsters. So, when they traded for Darren Waller, although Darren Waller is a tight end, they looked at him in that role to get all – not to be Stephon Diggs, because he's not Stephon Diggs, but to get all the targets and then surround him by speed. That's why you got Wondell Wyatt Robinson. That's why you got Jalen Hyatt. That's why you got Darius Slate. That's why you got Paris Campbell. So when all the attraction goes towards your main target, Darren Waller, and your team's game planning for Darren Waller, you got your speedsters is going to try to break routes and have Daniel Jones throw it deep for the tug. Obviously, we see it ain't working. Daniel Jones ain't it, and the offensive line ain't it. But that, I think that's what the thought process was. They try to mimic Buffalo without having that star receiver. And I think that's where they went wrong because Darren Waller is not a star receiver. So I think it's yeah, damn. Yeah, there's some <laughs> pros on this one. Uh, yeah, I think Yakasar was more so the offensive line more than adding like more pass catchers. I mean, you got Saquon; he's virtually another receiver too. Um, you got the boys Sterling, Wandell. Uh, yeah, I still got my one homie. Uh, what's his name? The one that definitely stays hurt. Nah, no disrespect, but that's a and I, and I know because I'm a coach fan. So they they weren't gonna get the job done when you see people going out and getting Tua and Waddle and then like even George Pickens and Deontay Johnson. I just I don't understand that. And I'm I'm going through the same thing in Indy, but 
didn't get that at all. To, bro, to today defense, though, the first, the first round, we was going after the receivers. Just all four of them got picked right before our pick. Like, all right, we had uh, Zay Flowers at the top of the board. It was Zay Flowers, and then it was Jackson Smith and the Jigba, and then it was Jordan Addison, and then it was Quentin Johnson. All of them went, literally, we was 25. They went 21, 22, 23, and 24. So at that point, there wasn't another receiver with a first-round grade. So you, that's why they went corner, which was another need. So we didn't have the money. To, we didn't have the money to, to sign a, a receiver this year. We was uh, strapped on cap. So this offseason, it could be a possibility that we sign a receiver because we got more cap space. But we didn't last season. It was just yeah. a, Dave Gettleman put us in a bad situation, bro. I don't think Dave Gettleman did sign Daniel Jones because he's taking up. He's he's got the second most. He's got the second largest cap hit this year. No, he's only making nineteen million this year. Is it next year? Maybe Something next year. But, Something like that, but, but, like I, but like I said, after next year, we could cut ties with them and it won't affect our cap. Anymore. Yeah, I think it's just like 20 million or something yeah. crazy. And, our, and we, our cap is next year and years beyond. So it was a, we gonna count, it was like we're going to give you a four year deal, but we really going to give you two years if you ain't rocking out. Anymore. So y'all, y'all drafted a quarterback this year? Rick, yes. That's what I want to ask, Rick. If y'all bottom out, you think I'm going to go O-line or quarterback first? We can't go O-line again. I don't think we can go O-line again, bro. We've drafted so many O-line in the top 10. And in my opinion, bro, you you don't, you don't always get a starting offensive lineman in front. You get offensive starting offensive lineman, second, third, fourth, whatever. If it was me, I'm drafting Marvin Harrison Jr., bro. But, <laughs> but, but if, if it's the Giants, bro, if they ain't going to give Daniel Jones another year, you got to go Marvin Harrison Jr. But if it was me, I'd... I don't know, bro, because the only quarterback I would really want is Caleb Williams. Wait, wait, wait. You said you would draft Marvin Harrison Jr. over a quarterback? And the only quarterback I like out of if, if Shador was in his uh draft, I would, but he's not he's not coming out. You don't like Michael Phoenix? No. In the NFL? College, yeah. <laughs> hey man. Drake May? I don't like Drake yeah. May either. Not, not I, either. I think he might be he's gonna be all right. Bring yours? About so much more protect. Man, he I mean I guess if you if you Nah, not in New York. I just don't think he got a strong for real. What? You want to know with Daniel Jones? You don't think Quinn Ewers has a strong enough arm? Yeah, bro. Like he don't have no velocity on the ball. Like I'm not saying he he can he can get the ball there. He's got an NFL arm, but I'm just saying like he just he don't got no zip on his balls. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> hey yo. Hey man. Next topic here, I got the rookie report, man. I kind of want to do a little roundtable, kind of report cards up until this point. Um, who's the highest I have on this? List? All right, we're gonna start with Young first, man. How, how are y'all thinking it's working out in Carolina with him so far, bro? We gonna kick it. To you. Uh, I mean, he's looking. I, I won't say a mistake. He did miss a game. He was hurt. Um, that old line's in bad shape. Also, the coaching the reason why they got rid of him in Indy. He's just too conservative anyway. So that's probably why Adam Thielen, even though he's old, he's having a resurgence because every route is only like five yards down the field. He can run routes. Um, I think you're gonna have to wait another year to see what you really have out of out of uh, Bryce Young. But right now, he's just a question mark. I don't think he's bad. I just don't think he's good. He hasn't shown me anything that's like number one pick worthy this year yet. Who would you put on his report card right now? At best, C plus. Hey, bravo, Bryce Young. Uh, I'll say I'm around that C range too. Um, you know, it's not necessarily an ideal situation in Carolina. Um. It hasn't looked great. hasn't looked terrible. So I think a C, maybe a C minus is a fair grade. Rick, what you think about him? 
Right, first off, Rig, if it said Colin, Colin Cowherd take from earlier, if that's your source about Dave bro, because he just randomly popped up on my Twitter where he said he should resign and go to the Chargers, bro, get off my line. <laughs> nah, because I was on Twitter, bro. That's the first thing popped up. I'm like, nah, that's better not be real source. But for Bryce Young, bro, I, I get Bryce Young a D because Bryce Young has uh, Hayden Hurst, he has Adam Thielen, he had DJ Chark, he had Terrace Marshall, he had Jonathan Mingo, they signed Miles Sanders, he has Shuba Hubbard who can pass the ball, the, who can catch the ball at the backfield. I just don't think Bryce Young is number one pick worthy. Uh, I thought CJ Stroud was better than him. I thought he was, I actually thought CJ Stroud was the best quarterback of the top. So I just don't understand why he would. No, I, I am a Levis guy, but I did say CJ Stroud was the best quarterback. You can go look at my text message. What grade would you give him right now? Yeah. I said, I said D. Uh, my bad, my bad. Yeah. I just, if, if they could keep him standing up straight, he's been sacked 11 times already. <laughs> Like that, that might help a little bit. Uh, and I feel like they really need to go ahead and just push Mingo uh, and kind of really cut out some of the other receivers. Chark, bro, you're done. Uh, go ahead and get Mingo. Uh, I give him a B minus, and his grade is heavily weighing on effort right now because bro is trying. He's trying to play mistake free football, but bro's been sacked 11 times. And how many games has he played? In three games? Three. Uh, since we brought him up several times during that part, CJ Stroud. Um, oh, no, I don't get the belt. Huh? I don't get the cradle. Nah, nah, go ahead, bro. <laughs> My bad. <right? laughs> I get man incomplete, and I tell you this because he got played. He got Frank Wright, bro. And I dealt with Frank Wright for like four years. I can tell you this: there's no routes going down the field. Um. <laughs> There is no, I can't keep taking these excuses for the offensive line when I've seen Joe Burrow just get obliterated and go to the Super Bowl. I've seen what CJ Stroud did with four starting linemen out, and his line was weak to begin with, and he's still out here like killing like it. So I, I just don't, I don't, I don't think an offensive line kind of makes sense like as an excuse for a quarterback to play good or bad. But I will say this, I don't think he has the best coach, head coach there. I do like Jim Caldwell, but I don't know how much he's involved. But yeah, I, I just don't think he got a chance with Frank Wright, and, and it ain't nothing. And he don't really have anything down there. I told you, I don't like Miles. I don't think Miles is like a game changer. He don't have a game changer at wide receiver. They they traded him to get him. Um, Jonathan Mingo, nah. like, and that's another thing too. If you're a good receiver, especially now, you're gonna come and make an impact in Tank Dell. Look at all these guys that came in, instantly make impacts. Jamar Chase, Ju uh, Justin Jefferson. Like, so if they ain't coming in that first year and making no impact, and I mean, they might pop, but more than likely, they ain't. There's just. Okay. Did you grade them? Yeah, I gave them an incomplete. God damn. Yeah, man, incomplete. <laughs> He's played three games, and like I said, his coach is terrible. All right, man. We you don't like Mike? Huh? You don't like Frank, right? No. Hey, he's a good person. He cool with that. me. Terrible. Yeah, head coach? Nah, I'm good on him, bro. I can cool with me. But that's I had to bring up. That's why Chark gonna play. I brought up the 11 sack thing for him. Because Stroud's off have been a sack 11 times. He also hasn't thrown an interception. He has six touchdowns and about 1,200 yards. I honestly didn't expect him to come out as well as he has. Just because on the preseason, he was doing some dumb shit. I'm like, bro, why'd you throw it there? <laughs> this, this ain't college. <laughs> you don't have you don't have four or five star receivers you throw them to, bro. <laughs> but I mean, he's turning around. Um, he has a defensive 
minded head coach, so that's another reason why I wasn't that high on him. But out of the rookie class, I mean, he's got to have the highest grade. I gave what Young a B minus, so Stroud has to have an A. At least. Uh, he's been hooping. Um, they've done some things that actually really fit him well. And heck, at this point, he got more passing touchdowns than some notable names for sure, and more yards for some too. So yeah, A. Uh, Rick, what do you think about Stroud up until this point? I give him an A. He uh. He has a backup. His whole offensive line is backup. All, all of his starting offensive lines hurt. So, and he's he's uh, grown a connection with the rookie, uh, Tank Dale, and he's doing what he's supposed to do. So, uh, I get my A. Yeah, man, I didn't expect uh, Nico Collins to have that third year breakout. Nico, yeah, Nico, super. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brew, what you think about Stroud and what's his grade up until this point? Stroud, he's grown a little faster than I thought. I know when they took him, I know. I told Rob, I said, I don't think you can be mad if you get Stroud. Because, I, I mean, I watched y'all play at least five or six times last year. He looked good to me. To me, he looked like y'all's best prospect of quarterbacks that came out in the last five years. So, for him, his offensive line to be in shambles, his guards are not it anyway. I watched that at Ravens game. He was under siege the whole game, and he wasn't panicking. So, for me, I give him a B plus. I give him a B plus because he's got to chill on the fumbles. But other than that, I don't see anything. He's got a bright future. He said he got chill on. He's only fumbled once. He might fumble three times. He's recovered. He's recovered some of his fumbles too, though. But I'm just saying the fumbles, other than intercept. I mean, interception is the stat to pay attention to, but he's fumbled more than once. Okay. I'm going to double check on Uh, Bravo, what do you think about Stroud up until this point? I'm uh, giving out an A. I did not. I did think he was probably the prospect, uh, quarterback prospect in this class. I did not think he was going to be playing this good this soon. Um, and you know, coming in with a rookie head coach, and Nico got some experience as the defensive coordinator, but you know, rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, like I didn't expect them to be doing what they're doing um, this soon. So I got to give him an A, man. He's uh, he's playing good ball right now. Okay. Uh, Rob, I'm about to forget you again, ain't I? Yeah. Uh, a plus. <laughs> it's balling, and I've watched two of the games and no three of the games and man like he's on the money and he's not anywhere close to throwing picks like he's crazy accurate like I mean and he's faster than you think like he's he's good I'm kind of mad he's in the AFC South too but I mean I think he's good hands with his OC he's got an A plus to me even if he had some interceptions because I don't really care about interceptions as a rookie or you know first couple years for real like making mistakes like who cares but I mean he's balling and he's winning games, like, and crushing teams. He's good. Yeah. And, bro, uh, come back on that. Uh, yeah, he has fumbled three times. He's only lost one of them. So, you're right on that one. Uh, everybody covers Stroud, right? Yep. All right, let's go on over to Jordan Addison with the <clears throat> Vikings. Uh, Rob, I'm kick it right back there to you. Uh, what do you think about Jordan Addison so far, man? Playing with Justin Jefferson has to make a receiver's life easier, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, but I mean, Jordan Addison's good. He's just not, I mean, I don't think they have like a guy that's going to really stretch the field, which kind of didn't make sense for them to get Addison. But I mean, I think he's going to be good because he's uncoverable for real. Hold on, Rob. You said they don't got a guy that can stretch the field? No. Who? The Vikings? Justin Jefferson? Yeah. No, no, Justin Jefferson ain't running no go routes, bro. He don't do that. But he don't stretch the field either? No, like he don't run nothing vertical. Addison does. 
what, like I'm being dead serious. Like, be honest. When did y'all see Justin Jefferson run vertical? Like, bro, he he really he really don't even play outside the numbers, bro. He's always in motion to to the end, bro. Like, be, be real. So he's more of a run after catch receiver. Nah, bro. He's more of a he's nah he he's cold, but he's I mean he's just don't line up outside the numbers like and, and go vertical. That's just not his game. Like I'm not saying he has to, but I just he's not stretching the field. He's just not that type of receiver. I'm not saying he can't. He just don't. They don't use him in that. I mean, in my the rest of the night. Everybody else, I'm the first one to go. So everybody else ask everybody else a question. Too. <laughs> hey, uh, Bravo, uh, Jordan. Did you grade Addison? No, we just yeah, started. I give, him, I give him a C. Okay, Bravo. What you think about uh, Jordan, Jordan Addison, and uh, Justin Jefferson not stretching the field? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, no, Jettas is a monster, man. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't. I can't. I don't watch a lot of Vikings games, so I mean, I see them when they on national TV, but. I don't, he doesn't really run a lot of vertical routes, if I'm being honest. He's more of a, he's a technician when it comes to route running, but he's not really going vertical down the field when I do watch him. He's just so good at route running that he's open a lot. Uh, as for Addison, I think I'm around like that. I'm going to say like C plus D minus frame. Um, I think, <clears throat> I mean, he's good, but I also think a lot of his success is attributed to playing opposite Justin Jefferson. Uh, because, um, you know, he's going to take a lot of attention. So that gives you an opportunity to be one-on-one. So, you know, and he's making the most of his opportunity. So I say C plus, B minus range for Addison. Okay. Um, just for this conversation's sake, uh, Jordan Addison is currently at 13 receptions, 185 yards, two touchdowns, longest reception, 62. Uh, just for conversation's sake as well, Justin Jefferson's longest catch of this year is also 52 yards. But he's going to stretch the field. Uh, Rick. What do you think about Jordan Addison and what you grade him? Y'all crazy, man. Uh, <laughs> I get Jordan Addison a C plus. I just, I don't know. He, he's all right. He's got a couple long touchdowns where he stretched the field, I guess. Uh, but he ain't been going crazy. I don't, I also don't think, uh, I don't think Justin Jefferson runs a lot of go routes either. He's, to me, he's the best receiver in the league. I made that known. I don't think he's like when you say stretch the field. I'm thinking like Tyreek Hill. Or yeah, like like Randy Moss used to stretch the field. Yeah, like like I, I'm thinking it's like bro, like Stephon Stephon Diggs doesn't stretch the field either, but he he's one of the best. Like he don't run a lot of. Yeah, I'm not saying he's not one of the best. I'm just saying he just. Bro, I'm not saying no, no. I'm not saying that you are. I'm just saying that they kind of one and the same. They're at the top of the class. Receivers, but they don't stretch. The field. I think you can dif- differentiate the two. Just because you wanted the best on your pedigree is stretching. I don't like Chase. Don't stretch the field. Whoa! Now that's now that's the one that is. That's who does. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> man's had like 15 receptions. None of them was this. Yeah, this year. But Joe Burrow's also hurt. Like you can't throw the ball down the field. He's only had four or five like passes past 20 yards. It's not His rookie year. He was definitely stretching the field. Hey, brother. Hey, I, I can only speak for me. I'll tell y'all that right now. Knock on Addison. I'll give him like a C plus. I got to knock him because when they play the Chargers, he could have won the game. I understand he's a smaller receiver, but you have to catch the ball with your hands. He tries to catch it with his body a lot, I guess, to absorb the hit and make sure he hangs on the ball. But he, I won't say he lost in the game, but he could have won on the game against the Chargers. Um, but I give him C plus B minus. He's averaging over 14 yards a catch. 
Um, he's got two touchdowns. He's having minimal targets. Like some games he'll get six. Some last game I think he might have had like two. He drew like a forty-something yard uh, pass from the French, which helped them win their game when they were losing. Um, I give him yeah, like C plus B minus. I think they're gonna find more ways to use him too because at USC they used him all over the field. He can run pretty much every route. He's a high four-four-eight guy, just like Justin Jefferson. So I mean, he can run a go route. I don't think Justin Jefferson stretches the field like that either. He's like more of an intermediate route receiver. Makes people miss and goes. I saw Bravo's question with the yak on that catch. I was thinking the same thing when you said it. He's one of those guys, he might catch it for 18. You make a person miss, now he's gone for 40-50. But you don't just see him, Mike Williams, and down the field the whole game. And Mike Williams is not that fast, by the way. So, but yeah, I give him like a B minus C plus range. All right, next person I got coming to the report card, stepping into the class, Jackson, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I don't know what Pete Carroll's doing with all this money <laughs> personnel, why they drafted him in the first round, but it seems to be a waste of a pick. I got to give my boy F up to this point. Uh, I mean, he got 12 receptions, 20 targets, 62 yards, no touchdowns. Like, hey, I'm not, you're not getting an opportunity, but. You're not really producing either when on the field. So, JSN, I'm sorry, my boy. I got to give you an F. Uh, Brew, what you think about JSN to this point with Seattle? As people say, who is he? But, no, seriously, uh, like you said, uh, they, you heard all this ranting and raving about him in camp. Same thing with, as you would say, Charbonnet. Um, they're just non-existent. Pete Carroll's going with guys he's familiar with. I mean, he is getting about five targets a game on average, but he's not doing much with him. He's averaging, what, like two two receptions a game? I got to go with you. I mean, I don't want to give nobody an F four games this season. He's definitely at a D for me. All right, bravo. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba with the Seahawks, man. What would you think so far? Uh, he gets an F just off the strength. He plays for the he plays for the L, so I'm giving him an F off top. You can move on. Bravo. <laughs> <Rob>, man. <laughs> um... Man, I mean, he gets a D. You know, he he's in the same class as Paris Campbell, Anthony Gonzalez, um, Brian Hartline, if I'm being honest. Um, just a guy, a jag. <laughs> Why do they have all Ohio State players, though? Yeah. Wait, did not have, wait. Did all yeah, those guys the, play for the Colts? The Jack. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I thought he was naming all the Colts receivers. That too can be true. <laughs> I hate to say it too, man. I thought he, they told us he was good. They told us he was the best one there. I'm good. <laughs> uh, you speak on JFC, man. Yeah, I'm going to give him an incomplete, man, because... That's 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 actually more fair of assessment for me. I he don't. He doesn't. He hasn't been given the opportunity. I seen a stat where he was like second in the NFL in route separation. So if he's not getting the ball, then you know, I don't think it's really his fault. So I get man complete. Uh, now if we go through the season and it stays the same, then you know that ain't we can go straight to F. That's we fight. We fight. Well, we four games in, and he ain't really getting a lot of targets. And like I said, his route separation is crazy. So. I'll get man complete for now. All right, next we're going to move over to Zay Flowers, man. For conversation's sake, Zay Flowers is leading the Ravens in yardage, rece- reception yardage, receiving yards. Um, he got 24 receptions on 29 targets, so that's awesome right there. 244 yards, but he hasn't scored a touchdown yet. Wait a second. Hold up. Only one receiver has scored for the Rams. Ravens. Ra- Ravens, my bad. And that's agriculture. 
is that on Lamar? Okay. Uh, are but, you surprised? Uh, uh, are you surprised? Uh, <laughs> can, can we play? Uh, 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 <laughs> Hold up. Let me let me look at something else. Let me go. Fire, let me go first, bro. Yeah, go ahead, bro. I'm gonna give Zay Flowers A plus because Zay Flowers is doing his thing. Zay Flowers has also got quarterback that's handicapped at that. As we mm-hmm. see, uh, the, hey, the the Lamar Jackson ain't had no weapons. It's done. He got all the weapons and he's still handicapped at throwing. Zay Flowers is out there running great routes. He's just getting thrown the ball at five yards and getting told getting told to do something. We got Lamar Lamar ain't accurate, accurately throwing the ball deep. So. Here's your five yards. Do something with it. And he's doing what he can with it. So I give Zay an a, a plus. And all the Lamar fans, please quit telling me he's a great passer. Hey, we, we, we got another topic after this one. But you gave him an A plus. Cool. I'm fine with the A plus. I even give him an A plus. Wow. Looking at the scores is crazy. Uh, Rob, what do you think about Zay up until this point, man? I mean, you just rattled off the stats. I mean, they sound, they sound good, but I ain't really know. I mean, I watched the Colts game, and I ain't really. He was a ghost out there. So, I mean, and CJ Stroud put up 400 yards on us. So, I mean. I want to say he led. <coughs> I want to say he led the uh, the led led the team in receptions against y'all. But we watched it in the cocktail. Yeah, he had eight uh, receptions for forty four yards. But if you get in the ball, you getting five yard catches, bro. <laughs> what you expect, brother? Like, what do we what yeah. want to do? <laughs> I, I wasn't a real believer in him, regardless. Though, I mean, I didn't. I didn't. That's just. It may, may prove me wrong. Yeah, he had eight catches against y'all. It was just his longest was eight yards. Yeah, I mean, I remember that they threw a bunch of screens. My point exactly. <laughs> a jag. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> What'd you think about Zay Flowers? <laughs> I mean, you know, he's doing the best he can, man. All things considered, so I'm gonna give him a I'm gonna give him a B plus just off of strength. You know, it ain't necessarily the most. Um, well, hell, they got a new offensive coordinator, there, and it's supposed to be a wide receiver friendly offense, but it don't seem that way. So, you know. I think the, you know, 24 catches on 29 targets is impressive. So it means he ain't really dropping the ball or, you know, he's getting, I guess, somewhat good throws thrown at him. Or again, they're throwing a bunch of screens. That's not really hard to catch either. So I don't know. I don't know. I ain't really seen a lot of Ravens games to say. So I'm going to say, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to say B. I'll go B. Bro, you get the grades, eh? Uh, in camp, he looked good. Similar to Jackson Smith and Jig, but they were getting a lot of separation in the league uh, so far. I got to give him, like, a B-plus. I can't fault him for Lamar's inaccuracies or lack of targets down the field. I'm not going to go too much in on Lamar, but for NFL MVP, pass him, he's no Cam Newton. So, I mean, my God. I think all the touchdowns, passes go to Mark Andrews, and that's it. So, what can you do? I mean, they got I know Odell was hurt, but he played, what, two games? Odell... I saw some plays where Odell was wide open and he wasn't even getting the ball. So Yeah. Um, to that point, Lamar has four touchdown passes, three have gone to Andrews, and the other one went to agriculture. Um, to kind of rapid fire this so we can actually dive into the new subject on hand, uh, we're gonna do uh Bajan and Gibbs together next. <laughs> Quit calling him Bajan, bro. Hey bro, I told you I'm sticking. It's Bijan, bro. Uh so Bijan. Bajan Robinson. Uh, and Jameer Gibbs. Uh, boy's been hooping. I feel like every, every game he played, there's a highlight of him shaking someone out their Nikes. So he's doing this. He's the only bright spot on Atlanta besides uh, Mercedes Benz Stadium. 
the only bright spot. Uh, and Gibbs, uh, Detroit just got him as a shiny trophy that they don't do nothing with. He was just drafted high. He don't really get the touches. Yeah, they don't really even throw the ball like that. I'm I'm really questioning why they drafted him that high for him to be this underutilized. Because drafting him at what what was it? 12? 12. 12. 12. 12. Uh, they took a running back 12 and don't use him. And like, what is it something that's happening in practice where they just don't feel like he's ready? Because I feel like physically he can handle the world. Uh, he honestly can be like an Alvin Kamara. Um, I think he can score more touchdowns. Um, I just think they're easing him in, bro. They didn't sign David Montgomery for no reason. David Montgomery was getting the bulk in Chicago. They're yeah. not just going to sign him and make him make David Montgomery the hard like. They ain't going to sign David Montgomery to that contract and give him 30% of the snaps to Jameer Gibbs 7. I just don't see it happening when David Montgomery getting 70% in Chicago. Maybe, yeah, maybe well, they just wait. But why draft him? To ease him in. Yeah. Just like with Kamar and Mark Ingram. Because that's something different you're going to have to deal with later on in the season that you ain't got no film on for real. So it's a, it kind of sucks for him now, but maybe smart. With a team like that, bro, you got so many offensive weapons, bro. Yeah. You don't have to put him into the fire right off the bat. If he if he got drafted by the Falcons, he would be a Bajan. Bajan. No, I don't know. That. I don't go I'm, that far, as far as, I'm not talking about as far as talent. I'm talking about snap. Snap. Nah. I still don't know about that because they still got that other boy back there. <laughs> still got Algier. He a beast. Algier. Yeah, man. Uh, so, Bajan, I give I, I give an A-plus to Gibbs. Uh, incomplete. Because, I mean, we... We really ain't got a lot on them besides, you know, a few little highlights here and there. Um, both incredible athletes, by the way. Uh, Rob, Bijan, and Gibbs, what you think about them two? I mean, I give I give Bijan an A, and I give. I mean, when we seen Gibbs in the Chiefs game with you know that little flash, you know, I give him a B. Um, so I think they both good. Gibbs, it'll go up later in the year, and then. I don't know what the Falcons are doing. Maybe, maybe Bijan can can play you know, quarterback. Like, so. You think they're gonna bring Wildcat back? They maybe they not. might have to. No, 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 no. Just just put him in like straight up, same offense. Because I mean, Desmond Ritter. <laughs> sure. Uh, did you grade you grade both of them? Bravo. What you think about the two? Bijan and Gibbs. Uh, B Bijan A plus and Gibbs. I'm gonna have to say incomplete because I ain't seen enough of them to say whether he's this or that like he gets sporadic carries honestly i don't know i don't i'm not confident that detroit really knows what to do with him if i'm being honest like because he's a he's a weapon like i don't know how much of y'all 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 saw him at alabama but like i said a lot of times last year he was my favorite running back in college like i think he could be special but he got to get the opportunity to to show it so i'm gonna say incomplete until detroit figures out what they want to do and uh, get him involved. Because the thing is, like, with his skill set, you can put it at the slot. So you can have him and Montgomery on the field at the same time if you really wanted to. Like, he's a, he's a weapon, bro, but I don't know, man. I'm just frustrated because I got him in another fantasy league and he ain't doing shit. So <laughs> I'm biased in my opinion on this whole thing, but I give Bijan an A-plus, man. He's been balling, and I'm going to give an incomplete to Gibbs because I'm pissed off. Yeah, for noteworthy sake of this particular part, uh, Montgomery has 69 carries for 262 yards, so he's averaging 3.8 yards per rush. Gibbs has 39 carries for 179 yards, and he's averaging 4.6 a touch. 
Um, yeah. Um, so one of the guys definitely seemed more efficient than the other. Um, one of them just had four touchdowns, too. Huh? One of them just had four touchdowns, too. So that shit goes right That's because he gets all the goal line work. Because they know he can't handle that load. It's the same thing they did with... Uh, that's the same thing they did with Jamal Williams last year. Like every time they got to the red zone, they gave him the ball. That's why he had so many touchdowns. Right, it's the so same thing. Not, why not go with what's working? If it worked last year, I mean, we're not. Out. I'm not. I'm not. The thing is, you don't know if Gibbs don't work because you're not giving him a shot. But the, well, that's what I'm saying. You don't have to because it's working. Well, with like he had 20 I, touches. I understand too. what you're saying, but like I guess my whole argument is is why draft a running back that high if you're not going like. Because you don't, because running backs typically don't go that high in the draft. So it's like when you see somebody pick a running back at that spot, you expect them to play. Like that's like that's that's not a spot where you take somebody where we're gonna sit and we're gonna sit and wait. You could have drafted a running back later in the in the draft, second, third, fourth round, if you wanted to sit and wait. You don't take a running back at twelve to have him sit on the bench and wait and see what you got. Well, that's well. a waste of a pick, in my opinion. Yeah, they could have drafted Sharp Bonner. <laughs> Jameer Gibbs had 20 touches in week three. He didn't score a touchdown. So to whoever said, we don't know if he don't score touchdowns, he had 20 touches. David Montgomery didn't play. He didn't score a touchdown. David Montgomery came back from a back contusion and scored three or four touchdowns. They didn't pick him up because he's less He had 39 carries. Okay. I mean, I can't do nothing about that. But I also know that David Jeez. Montgomery scored every week and he's getting like 80 yards rushing a week. So, I mean... They didn't pick David Montgomery up to be because David Montgomery gets the red zone work, bro. Oh, you gonna you gonna score maybe, touchdowns maybe, when you get in the carries in the red zone. Is, is hey, Bravo! Do y'all even give Derry that many touches? No, <laughs> but that goes back to my. That goes thirty nine. Yeah, he's not getting thirty nine. <laughs> McCaffrey's not getting thirty nine touches in a game. That goes hey, back bro. to my point, though. Bro, kick kick on uh, Bajan and Gibbs and your grade. My apologies, folks. I had a call come through. I'm trying to keep on doing disturb, but um, Bijan definitely, uh, Bijan, sorry, he's definitely getting an A plus. Uh, that quarterback stinks. Every quarterback they bring in stinks. Um, so for him to be that effective shows his talent, which we saw it, and he's at advertised Gibbs. I give him a C. I mean, if you get 80 yards rushing with 17 carry, that's good. I mean, you know, that's five yards a carry. Uh, I think, I mean, they pretty much said him. They stuck to it. The DeAndre Swift of the offense and David Montgomery is uh, my man down in uh, New Orleans. So, I mean, and their coach is a physical, old school type of mantra coach. So, he wanted to pound the Packers, Paul, big Paul. Um, and that's what he did. He likes to wear the defense down. Gibbs is not that type of running back to wear the defense down. So, he kept giving him a dose of David Montgomery. He had 32 carries, but he also had like 130 rushing yards. I don't think that's horrible. So, hey, bro, not to even cut you off. But if you gave Gibbs 39 carries, I can guarantee you. He didn't have 39 carries, though. That was a made-up number. Yeah, but if Gibbs, <laughs> got, if Gibbs got 30 carries in a game, I can guarantee you that defense he, be wore the fuck out. Because <laughs> they're going to have to chase him all over the field. <laughs> Bruh's explosive. His agility is crazy. And, like, everybody knows when you catch the ball, too, and even line up as a receiver. So even, like, when they're not lining him up in the backfield, why not put him in a slot? Like, utilize him some way. Like, make the defense scared. Like, oh, this is coming to Gibbs. He split out wide. This play is for him. And go ahead and have Montgomery in the backfield because, I mean, it can work beautifully, honestly. Um, I don't know. Detroit, the coaches, they need to watch one of their nephews or something play Madden and just see how good Gibbs can possibly be. Um, and, and figure it the fuck out. But uh, for the last topic that we kind of spurred ourselves on, 
Let me uh, my bad. Let me do my do my grade real quick. Nah, you good? Cause it's gonna be quick. I get I get I get Bijan an A. I only reason why I don't get my A for the touchdown yet, and then for uh, Jameer Gibbs, I get I get my A. Hey, so is it? Uh, let me let me say it right this time. Is it Bijan's fault he scored, or is it Devin Miller's fault? Uh, I mean he's get, he's getting the he's getting the carries to to run the ball. Devin Ritter. I mean, the only thing Desmond Ritter is doing when he's running the ball is just handing it off to him. So I blame Desmond Ritter because uh, Young Hoku can't even get a field goal <laughs> with him running the team. I know one thing though. I seen that. I seen that in that game against the Jaguars. He caught that uh, ball in the flat. Dijon didn't shoot out of his shoe. Bro. I was like, he's nice. <laughs> yeah, he's got one touchdown. Just received. I was say, didn't he get scored touchdown on that on that exact play? Uh, it was like a play. He had like a highlight. On a screen pass or something, he scored on. He had like one, don't he? It was like week one, I think. Reception touchdown. I think it was week two. Yeah, that's when he took on the Falcons. I mean, not on the Jaguar. I give him a, I give him a A because he's only scored one touchdown. It's crazy. The Falcons two games. Uh, yeah, one receiving touchdown. My boy has 318 rushing yards and 134 receiving yards, which is more than any other receiver on the team. The person that. Leading the Falcons in receiving yards, I wouldn't even believe it's Jonu Smith right now. He's also, also on the waivers in our league. So wow. Yeah. That's because hey, he man. just this past week. Free, free Kyle Pitts, bro. <laughs> free Kyle Pitts, man. Hey, why Caleb Williams ain't got Atlanta on the list? Because I think he'll fit in beautifully there. I don't know why Atlanta ain't went to Taylor Heineke yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, that's, a good, that's a really good question. Yeah. Great question. I didn't even know he was there. Cause that's got ain't no way he's worse than. Matter of fact, I we, we probably know that he's better than Ritter. Ritter is ass, bro. I think they just trying to you know play themselves out the field so they, have to be. they can get Marvin Harrison. <laughs> Actually, that would be him. Right. so he can so he can go down there and not do nothing either. I seen something crazy where they were talking about uh, the Bears should trade Justin Fields to the Bears should trade Justin Fields to the Falcons. I mean, should that yeah. be the same result? And then he's gonna be taking away from Bijan. And I'm saying that's what uh, people on Twitter was talking. About. I mean, he's not go there and do nothing, but it's not terrible. I mean, let me look at something else with Ritter. I mean, I don't listen. Exactly. We done. You know what? I ain't gonna, I gonna get on my Justin Fields soapbox tonight. And nah, because we. I mean, I. I I, I'm sure me and Rear probably agree with you. Dino Don though. Me and Rear probably on the same in the same boat as you with Justin. Yeah. Well, I gotta be they, they, everybody saw him have a good game against a trash team. And it's like, oh my God, like, Justin Fields is great, bro. He's been he's been trash right every game outside of that Broncos game. But he's been not bad about Broncos him, are terrible. Ohio State. He's got five. I just say stuff bad about him. I just gave Jason an F. Bro. I said Justin Fields, you ain't said nothing bad about him. Anyone from state. That's why I bro said. Hold the ball. Bro, hold the ball too long. <laughs> yeah, but you don't say he ain't it, though. Nah, he ain't it. He ain't it. I got to see, out, see him outside the Bears, bro. Because you have never. That's why I see no. everybody. No, wins, bro. He's not it. He got five wins. That's why I said everybody but you, bro. Well, he's not it. He won, in a, he won in a calendar year, Don. He started all them games. I seen on Twitter earlier he ain't once as Elon took over Twitter. Don't ever tell me that. Hey, Rip, don't ever tell me that. Calendar year either. Bro, he ain't won a game in a calendar year, bro. Like, at, some point, at some point, bro, it's, it's him. Oh, good, bro. Come on, Every bro. team has won since Elon he has, has took over Twitter. Yeah. Now, granted, I don't know how good his coaching staff is. Hey, man, come look at my keyboard. Nah, come on. Ain't no way. 
Hey, but he, he absolutely gave away the game last game. I was like, there's no way he, I seen him losing the game until oh. he did it. He gave away every game. I was like, oh, the Bears is about to get a win and then heel tap. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> and that's crazy because that's his best passing game of his career. Ball. Uh, oh, the ball. Get this last topic in. I created this one, man. <laughs> What's up with Lamar, man? <laughs> There's a rookie outperforming him right now in Stroud. But they said Lamar having an MVP type season. Huh? Running the ball. They said Lamar's having an MVP type season. Who said that? We need to bring them on the show. Oh, you know how I feel about that day shit. Dan Orlowski, what's his, Ryan Clark, they think we're having a crazy MVP type season, bro. Bro, I don't want to hear about Dan Orlowski evaluating the quarterback, considering the quarterback he was. Nah, that, uh, nah he's good at that shit. He I is good. I'm looking to keep him. Bro, he dissected the 11 sacks Daniel Jones got and showed why six of them was on Daniel Jones. Like, and he, like, bro, he, he's really good at that. He may not be a good quarterback, but he really good at analyzing. Some yeah. quarterbacks are coaches, man. And he he probably been a decent coach. But uh, uh, yeah. Mar Jackson, seven hundred ninety four passing yards, two hundred twenty rushing yards. He has four touchdowns, one interception. Has been sacked eleven times. With these new weapons, Zay Flowers, he still got Andrews. He still got he got Al Galore, He got Odell Beckham. Rashad Bateman. What the fuck is Rashad Bateman been doing? Uh. Nothing. Isaiah Likely, who we all said uh, he can split out wide last year. Uh, is it the offensive coordinator? Or can we finally blame Lamar and he's just not that adequate of a passer? Bro, you got to build a different offense around him. Listen, which doesn't include passing. We got to stop blaming everybody. It's just it's the same thing with Daniel, with the Daniel Jones shit when I was taking up. We got to stop blaming everybody. Like, bro, he got all these weapons, bro. And, and I was told that Mark Andrews ain't a weapon, but that's still his go-to after they fucking acquired all these weapons. Lamar Jackson's averaging under 200 yards passing a game. He's averaging 55 rushing yards, and he has, was it four rushing touchdowns and four passing touchdowns. Mans is what everybody said Mans is. He's a running quarterback. He's not a true passer. So I'm, I'm tired. I don't want to hear it no more. I'm done hearing about it. Yeah, I'm tired of it. Uh, they blame the offensive coordinator. They blame the coach. Hey, Rick, if you might want to let me let me say this real quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'ma name some quarterbacks that got more passing yards than Lamar right now. Hang tight. Kenny Pickett, Josh Dobbs, Geno Smith, Justin Fields, Baker Mayfield, Mac Jones, Jordan Love, mm. Sam Howe, mm. Brock Purdy, mm. Wilson, CJ Stroud, uh, and uh shit, Tannehill's on his ass with seven eighty eight. Daniel Jones, bro, Daniel Jones has twenty nine less passing yards than him. Twenty nine less. And that's saying yeah. something. Yeah, 765. Bruh, I mean, his quarterback rating isn't horrible, but for let me let me reorder this and see what he's ranked at here. Cause that's nuts. Uh quarterbacks that have more passing touchdowns than Lamar Jackson. Sam Howell, Josh Dobbs, Joshua Dobbs, Geno Smith, Brock Purdy, Mac Jones, Jimmy Garoppolo, CJ Stroud, Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield, Justin Fields, Jordan Love. I mean are we going to say Lamar's not it? He passed the touchdowns Lamar got. Four. Lamar has four passing touchdowns. Nah, that's Jimmy, Jimmy G hasn't even played every game. <laughs> and Jimmy G has five passing touchdowns. Anthony Richardson got three. He's missed a full, a full game. In... Anthony Richardson has played 10 quarters in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. Bro, that, the thing is, Lamar's QB record is not going to be low. But the thing is, it wouldn't be this bad if they didn't talk about him every year like he's 
you're about to be the MVP because you're just running all over the place. Like, is that what you draft the quarterback to do? Just run the ball? I don't get it. Nah, I, don't, I don't have a problem with Lamar, but he's not Peyton Manning. I'm tired of MVP right there. And then they say, oh, but he wins games. Yeah, but not in the playoffs. And quarterbacks, he's tied with touchdowns. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Kenny Pickett, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, and Zach Wilson. And I've said repeatedly, Trevor Lawrence ain't it. I'm, I've had enough. That hurts. That hurts. <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> what more can you get the man? I don't know what's wrong with that offense. I, I really don't. All right. Jordan Love's kicking his ass. Because <laughs> Jordan Love got 901 passing yards and eight touchdowns. So more passing yards and double the amount of passing touchdowns. Lamar has eight total touchdowns. That's right, four bro. passing, four rushing. Jordan has eight passing. Hey, right, bro. Rock Hardy's kicking his ass. Yeah. Brock Purdy, 1,019 passing yards, five touchdowns passing. Hey, hey, and you know what's crazy? They're not being B right. They doubled up on him on damn near everything besides the rushing yards. Bro, you know what I can't stand? Josh Dobbs being <laughs> ranked ahead of him in several metrics, fam, because what has Dobbs gotten to throw to? <laughs> the panel? Hollywood. Hollywood. The panel. Rondale. Yeah, Rondale Moore. Michael Wilson. Zach Ertz. Okay. Hollywood. And who do Lamar got? Mike Flowers, Mark hey. Andrews, Nelson Aguilar, Rashad Bateman. Hey, man. Odell. Odell, look, bro. You got to take Odell. Hey, listen, bro. And he, he played for Giants. We got to take Odell out the conversation, bro. <laughs> yeah, so I take, bro. Like, hey. We got to take him out. I think, I think he's Odell's good, bro. Yeah. Like, well, he's about to get another weapon. Keith Mitchell's off IR. So, I mean, that's another explosive guy for you. Oh, the next I, I mean, The next I-Chain. <laughs> I'm not going. I ain't going to say it's the next A chain, but he's pretty explosive. I mean, they only throw the ball. They only throw the ball five yards. I think you can handle that. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Okay. I might have something that really drive y'all crazy. Uh, ne- never mind. He's close, but Desmond Ritter is only about fifty passing yards behind uh, <laughs> Lamar. It's hey, uh, Rick, you threw this one to the chat, man. Wait, what? Yeah, Desmond Ritter is only like fifty yards behind Lamar and passing, and only one touchdown behind. One pass and a touchdown behind. That's crazy. MVP discussion. <laughs> hey, Before we get off here, can everybody give me one star who's underwhelming? Um, I got two on my team in this league. I got Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Rob, who you got? Uh, Dallas Goddard. All right, Bravo, who you got? Uh, Somebody on my team? Nah, just anybody. Uh, shit. I mean, I'm a... Well, you already mentioned Jamar Chase. I got him in another league. I got to say Jamar Chase as well, man. It's been terrible. I took him like the number three pick. Uh, Bro, who you got? I got two. And I got them both in two different leagues. Now, they, they've had one good game finally last week. Unfortunately, somebody scored 140 on me in this week, this league. But Derrick Henry, come on, bro. That's a good and game. then, but hold on, we ain't done. Josh Jackson. I understand he is leading the league. He's leading the league in receiving yards from a running back. But come on, bro. People, we didn't draft you to be Eckler. Come on, bro. Let's get in that end zone running the ball, man. It was crazy. Is Derrick Henry still top 10 in rushing right now? <laughs> if you get 100 carries, you should. Uh, yeah, he's back now, so it don't matter. Rick, uh, who you got as an underperforming star, man? Share my whole damn fantasy team. Waddle, Olave, Eckler, Aaron Waller. The list goes on, brother. <laughs> like, 
Nah, you do got some crazy names for a lineup that scores 50 points. That's crazy. Well, I, I got on paper, like I said in the beginning of the, of the show, on paper, my line, lineup looks like it would score about 95 a game, but unfortunately, it's <laughs> Avatar's another one in there. I'm just go ahead and just throw Mix in there because I'm pretty sure a lot of people are not happy with the production they're getting out of him in fantasy. Um, hey, I, he wouldn't have. I think he would have only changed my record by one win, but that's the one pick that I'm like, I could have picked Kenneth Walker and not him, and I would have been all right. Yes, sir. Well, I know a couple people picked him high, and I try to tell people. He nah, was. Yeah. That's true. Maybe we should have uh, pre-draft. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the show. <laughs> we saw KY Fantasy Podcast. Appreciate everyone for listening. Everyone in into the live. Like, comment, share. We ain't on YouTube, so you ain't got to subscribe to shit yet. But if y'all fuck with us, y'all fuck with us. If y'all have any questions, anything y'all want to bring up, hit us on the Twitter. Hit us inside the Beyond the Game group. Nephew Q, appreciate the platform. Um, everyone who hopped off the live, uh, yeah, fuck you. Uh, we're going to be back. Um, I want to try to get a few of y'all to hop on the live, like maybe on like Sunday mornings before the games to pilot it, see if we can help some people set their lineup so, you know, fuck them over for the week because, you know, we can only be right or we can be very wrong. There ain't no in-between in fantasy for real. But we saw KY Fantasy Podcast out. I got Rob, I got Bravo, I got Brew, I got Rick, and it's your boy Don, and we out. My boy, my boy Don went crazy at the end. <laughs>